Hey y'all, welcome to Weekly Woo with Chels. I'm Chels Holmes, an intuitive astrologer and tarot reader, giving you the astrology look at the week ahead so that you can plan your week, vibe with the energies, and make the most of the astrology. So in this episode, you are going to get a double whammy. You're going to get not only the astrology for this coming week ahead, but also into the following week as I will be out of town enjoying some time off with friends and family. So enjoy this episode and know that the last transit, da, 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 Mars moving into Cancer, woo! I'm going to break down much further for you in that following episode. So again, you're going to get this episode obviously today, next weekend, you can come back to this one and listen again for all of the transits for earlier in that week. And then you'll get your brand new episode like usual. It will be, I believe, March 27th. All right, y'all, here you go. Okay. So first up on the 14th on Tuesday, we have Mars squaring Neptune on a Mars day. So. Mars going to Neptune, this is not the first time I've experienced this. We have had this transit now several times with Mars retrograding through Gemini, and this is kind of the final clearing point. So as much as Neptune can be that dense fog and that, you know, kind of having to go with the flow because we can't get clarity, this final hit of Mars squaring Neptune feels like the clarity we've been searching for. It's like the fog is burned away by the heat of Mars, and we're finally able to see more than just a few feet in front of us. We're able to kind of see the trajectory of the actions we've been taking this whole retrograde time. I know we're still talking about Mars retrograde, even though it has been happening since October because we're finally clearing the post retrograde shadow in the upcoming weeks. So as much as it may feel a little bit like you are not ready to take that action, you're going to have a lot more clarity around it. So then on the 15th on Wednesday, we have the sun conjunct Neptune and Mercury conjunct Neptune, which also means that the sun and Mercury will be conjunct. So all of those energies along with the Mars square to Neptune and knowing that the very next day on the 16th, Mars and the sun will square each other. All of the middle of this week is really about getting super clear on where you're going. It's finally integrating the dreams, the things that you have been fantasizing about making into reality and taking the steps, starting to have the conversations, getting a little bit more clear around what it's actually going to take to make that happen. And on the flip side, you might get a little bit more clear about, Hey, that's not actually what you're interested in anymore. Or maybe it didn't appear quite fit the way that it appeared and everything was not exactly as it seemed. And now, you know, you're able to pivot and change those plans. So then on the 16th, we have Venus squaring Pluto from Aries to Capricorn, and then immediately after scooting into Taurus. This is a time when Honestly, I think a lot of our stability in our resources and our finances are going to be challenged. Squares are often tension and challenges. So for Venus, the planet of money and the things that we value and things to square Pluto in Capricorn, there's a bit of instability there. There's a moment of uncovering a kind of portion of reality that maybe we haven't necessarily paid as much attention to as Venus has moved through Aries. Venus has been co-present with Jupiter through Aries this whole time. We've all been a little more prone to overspending. And so this is one of those maybe hard looks at 
where have we actually been valuing what we have, what we're doing versus where do we need to reel it in a little bit? Maybe once Venus moves into Taurus. So Venus moving into Taurus is going from assertive and passionate Aries into comfort zone, into how do I become as stable as possible? With Taurus and pop culture astrology, we often hear that they're stubborn, but it's not that they're always so change averse, it's that they're incredibly comfortable where they are and they want to know that they have that level of stability. So as Venus moves into Taurus and we'll start to meet up with Uranus, this is just bringing to the forefront both our relationship dynamics, our money and our possessions and the things that we like and enjoy and what we're finding comfort in and what maybe feels like we need to get a little more free. What maybe feels like we need to change some of those dynamics so that we truly have more stability and structure in the way that we can enjoy our lives. All right, so on the 17th, we have the exact conjunction of the Sun and Mercury. That is also known as a Mercury Kazemi. This is just a really wonderful point of clarity. The Sun acts as this focal point in our chart and Mercury is all about our communication and thinking. So this is a really great day to pay attention to what messages you're getting from a podcast you're listening to, from a certain line in a song that catches your ear to the conversations you're having with friends or coworkers and pay attention to that little sort of light bulb idea moment that may come out of that, that gives you a little bit more direction in where to assert your energy and where to put your will. Okay. So remember how Venus squared Pluto and then scooted into Taurus? Well, Mercury is going to be sextile Pluto and then scooting into Aries. So the good news is a square is a lot more challenging than a sextile. And we're going to talk about this again when the sun does the same transit. So when Mercury sextiles Pluto, it's showing us a way of thinking that's ready to be released. When it is sextiled from Capricorn, it's showing us maybe some old habits, some things that are a little stuck and we're ready to move on. We're ready to transition. And then Mercury will move into Aries and it gives us this boost of mental energy and clarity so that we're actually able to make some plans. We're ready to assert the things that we've been thinking about and dreaming up as it's rolled through Pisces and really start to make moves. So also on the 17th, we have a Venus sextile to Saturn. So remember how we literally just talked about Venus having some of those aspects that are uh, indulgences uncovered and seeing what's real. That's very much this Venus sextile to Saturn is coming in right after to help us with that dynamic. So whether that was a relationship where you were able to see what the reality looked like versus what your perception was, or maybe again, it's your finances and budgeting. Venus sextile to Saturn is a perfect time to lay the groundwork for what boundaries need to be in place to set you up for success moving forward. Again, it's in Taurus. So it's now in this sign that's like, I want to make sure I have what I need moving forward. The sextile to Saturn says, great, let's make a budget. Let's make a plan to be sure that you've got that stability and comfort zone covered. All right, so on the 20th, we have the sun sextiling Pluto and then immediately after moving into Aries. So a little different than Venus and Mercury who have just squared Pluto, 
the sun is sextiling Pluto. That is a more beneficial transit. So a square shows us challenges and tension points to where we need to take action. A sextile is more of a like, hey, what's happening? Let me show you this thing real quick so that you know and you're able to deal with it. So the sun sextile to Pluto feels more about uncovering a little bit more of a blessing versus uncovering things we need to get done. The sun is then going to immediately move into Aries. So as it has been traveling through Pisces, it's shown us a lot of this, like what we're dreaming about, what we are thinking up into existence, where we're kind of like going with the flow, right? But it's sextile to Pluto is going to show us, okay, you've been flowing for a minute. It's time to start to put in a little bit more effort and initiative. And the Pluto in Capricorn of it all is really showing us where our ways of being, the structures that we have in place are either serving us or they're not. So with the sun moving into Aries, we're getting that quick hit of information. And then right after it's showing us, okay, now that you know, what are you going to do about it? The sun moving through Aries, that is the equinox. That's the time when we restart the whole year astrologically, we begin anew and we have new things coming in for us. So when the sun sextiles Pluto, it's showing us maybe the things that we're ready to let go of and release for the final time. When it moves into Aries, it's like this brand new beginning in a way where we're able to assert ourselves, take action, have passion again about the things that we are dealing with in our lives. All right, y'all, here's some of the biggest astrology of the year. On the 23rd, we have Pluto moving into Aquarius. Pluto is going to be there for a couple of months, backtrack into Aquarius. It's going to do that a few times, but really this is the first taste of Pluto and Aquarius, which we will experience until 2040s. So we are in this for 20 years, y'all. So Pluto and Capricorn has been a lot of shakeups, a lot of realizations around the structures that we have in place in our lives. It's also the structures that we see surrounding us, things like government, things like banking and capitalism, like all of the Capricorn topics. Now that Pluto is moving into Aquarius, it's going to be some uncovering, some realizations and some shakeups showing us where we need to change and where we need to take sort of further transformative action in all the Aquarius topics. Aquarius topics are things like humanitarianism, excuse me, big words on the podcast this week, y'all. Humanitarianism is about how we take care of each other. What does human rights even mean? Is human rights, we all need to have a job? Is human rights, we all deserve to have healthcare and be taken care of when we're sick, whether we have a job or not? Those are all of the topics that deal with Pluto moving into Aquarius in a way of how do we take care of each other that feels fair, right? Pluto moving into Aquarius is also going to deal quite a bit with technology. So I am excited for this and also apprehensive. I'll be real. So Pluto moving into Aquarius, we are going to see leaps and bounds shifts in how we utilize technology. The technology innovations are going to be rampant. So we're already feeling some of this as Pluto is approaching Aquarius, where 
you know, I think of the AI generators that are coming out. I think of the way that we already interact with social media and how that's going to be either more immersive or completely shift and change. There's also, I believe, a lot of innovations that will come into the sort of medical science space that is very Aquarius. Is not only is it technology, but it's how do we use that for the betterment of humanity. So pay attention to some of those things. Uh, Aquarius also is going to have to do a lot with how we express ourselves as individuals. So as much as Aquarius is very humanitarian and making sure that everyone is taken care of, it's also about how we are able to be our, as I like to say, our inner gorgeous weirdos. It is a very curious sign about others because it appreciates so much the beauty and diversity of humans, of how we approach our lives in such a way that really is unique to us and makes sense for us. So I also think this is a time when we will have a little bit more of compassion hopefully, an understanding around how we express ourselves as individuals. Okay, the moment we've all been waiting for. Mars moves into Cancer on March 25th. Can I get a glory hallelujah? Can I get a, oh my God, finally. So Mars, as we know, has been hanging out in Gemini for our entire lives. And by that, I mean since really last fall, but it stationed retrograde in Gemini on Halloween weekend of last year. It finally stationed direct in the later part of January, but we have been rolling through its retro shade still. So a lot of the things and themes that you dealt with during the direct of Mars retrograde are still populating, are still being dealt with. And we finally get like this beautiful breath of fresh air with Mars moving into Cancer on March 25th. So I say the breath of fresh air. I'm going to be real. Mars doesn't always love being in Cancer. So Cancer is a sign that is very compassionate, very empathetic, very in the feels, very nurturing. Mars is a little more assertive than that. Mars wants to take action and make things happen. So when you put those together, there's some beautiful opportunities for you to take care of the things that you need to do in your relationships, in your work dynamics. There is a more nurturance to the way that you are taking action and approaching life. There is also the um, possibility, if you will, that passions may arise and your feels get a whole lot bigger. So Mars will be in Cancer for a little while. We'll talk a whole lot more about it on the next week's podcast. I wanted to just make sure I got you guys through the next two weeks as I will be um, out of town on my vacation. So enjoy the next two weeks, y'all. And that is the astrology of the two weeks for you. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you'd like to help me out, a wonderful free way is to rate and review either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to this episode and give me a little five stars. Appreciate y'all. You can also become a patron of my Patreon community where I give you many more ways to woo, including recipes, rituals, things that you can do with the planets to work with them, more information and teaching opportunities. If you're interested in a reading with me, I do offer them both virtually and in person in Dallas, Texas for astrology, tarot, and more. You can check out all of the things at www.thiswooostuff.com. Thanks, y'all.